0: Ball's back. Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not going to lie. Oh, it be Wayne! I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh! Woo-hoo.
1: I love it, baby! Them horns, britches! Something about them horns, britches! Tennessee! Tennessee wins! Bought it by Tennessee, Jawan
0: Jennings!
1: Jennings makes
0: the catch-up! the
1: 10, 1, 4, we just won a basketball
0: game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind; I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Reddit did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, February 14th. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day.
0: Do you light a candle?
1: I tried to go to Virginia, you know, because Virginia's for lovers. Um, I didn't quite make it. I'm in John City, but close. But close. Is, is
0: Virginia for lovers? Is that a thing? Yeah,
1: that's. I, th- I think that's like the. I think that's like their state motto. They're saying I don't know about motto. Motto doesn't seem right. That's mm. on shirts and coffee mugs and bags and things like that. So it should, might as well be their state motto. Um, okay. Yeah. Virginia is for lovers. I can't believe you learn something you. New every you day. You do. You do. <laughs> um, I did not, you said light a candle for all of our listeners. Sounds kind of like they're dead. Um, but like a vigil, but yeah, I mean, we can...
0: yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like a romantic.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I know what you mean now. Um, I'm with you. I just, yeah, I, I wasn't sure where we were at, but it is Valentine's day. Hope you guys have had a great holiday or if you're single, I also hope you had a great holiday, but if you're not <laughs> celebrating the holiday, I hope it doesn't matter, and you can uh, listen to us for an hour and a half, an hour, two hours, three hours, however long Landon wants to go. Um, yeah, let's see how I, let's see how long I, you can I'm last. Pretty
0: sure today. your girlfriend would kill me if I did that. As as will my wife.
1: She just wants to see how long I can last. So we'll see.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Too early. Do too, <laughs> we get into it too quick? Um, yeah, never, I mean you
0: went you went right for it. We never so. wanna,
1: we never want to be in this too quick. Um, all right. We are excited though for another episode. Um, I feel like it's been forever. I don't know if that much, like nothing's happened. Um, like not a lot's happened. I should say, I mean, Tennessee obviously played on Saturday. Um, I would say the most important third, most important hire on the staff happened this week. So that's good.
0: Nope. Number one,
1: you think number one, more important than the head coach and defensive coordinator. Number two. You think more important than the defensive coordinator or
0: more important than the coach?
1: Okay, well, we'll get into that. We'll talk about Rodney Garner. Rodney Garner. I always want to call him Gardner um, to the hill. We'll we'll, we'll get into that. We'll talk about some of the other staff
0: hires. It's the D in Rodney. For sure. So it's not Ronnie. (laughs) Ronnie (laughs) Garner. No, Rodney Garner.
1: Yeah, throw me for a loop. Throw me for (laughs) a loop. Uh, Josh Heupel is starting to fill out his staff. Um, he did get an important piece that defensive staff in there without a defensive coordinator, which I think is a big deal. Um, he also uh, has – Landon can uh, fix me on this one. I believe he has completed his offensive staff, correct?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there will be some GAs and, and some quality control guys. But, yeah, for the most part, um, all, all, the, all the pieces are in place um, for on-the-field staff.
1: Gotcha. Um, we'll, we'll talk about those staff hires. Uh, talk about the defensive coordinator search as it continues on. It's been surprisingly like quiet, and I, I started to think about it. And we'll, of course, we will get into this more. You really haven't heard heard a, a ton about it. I mean, if we're just being honest, uh, it, it's not a hundred percent sure how the Al Washington deal went down. Um, so, so we're not sure. And then the uh, Brian David fiasco. What was it, Brian? Brian and who? What was the confusion? Uh,
0: Bl- Blake. Blake.
1: Blake. That's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Blake. Yeah, who knows what happened with that.
1: Um, <laughs> so th- so that fiasco isn't, honestly, very well known right now. So uh, overall, a pretty quiet – I mean, a long but pretty quiet search. Um, hopefully it's better than the latest quiet offensive coordinator search that Tennessee went through at the end of 2018. Um, we'll recap the LSU basketball game. Just y- – you don't ever want to lose like that. That was not pretty. It was not fun to watch. I actually turned it off with about two and a half minutes left. So – Sorry if you all hung on longer. I couldn't. I was done.
0: Yeah. I probably, I I at least tuned out around that (laughs) point.
1: (laughs) If you didn't turn it off, you were very, very close. Um, I think, I mean, I turned it off. Honestly, I tried to like reverse jinx it. (laughs) I tried to turn it off. Like maybe they'll come back if I'm not watching. That was honestly my thought process. I was like, I'm doing this for the Vols. And then I came back with like 30 seconds left and they were still getting beat by 17 or whatever it was. Um, So reverse jinx didn't work. Not fun. Didn't work. Uh, And then we will also preview the South Carolina game. Bald Frank Martin coming to town. Or is it at home? I just said that. Now I don't know.
0: (laughs) Bald Frank Martin. You know he doesn't Um, have hair anymore,
1: right? Uh,
0: It is at home, yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, so Bald Frank Martin. I was right. Um, And then we will do our segments. Oh, questions too. We got our segments, so most important of the week. Fail of the week. If you got questions, drop them in the chat. I am on Twitter. I will hop on YouTube now. Landon's got Facebook for, uh, for all you found folks still, uh, on the Mark Zuckerberg app. I'm a MySpace guy. I heard it's coming back.
0: Are you buying stock in it?
1: <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure.
1: <laughs> Is for it sure. on Robin hood? It might be. Um, uh, I'm not willing to say it's not.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like Caleb said, drop your questions in the chat. Also go check out our sponsors, Tennessee tap house, hound dogs and blue water climate control. Um, also, go check out our network, Volunteer Roadshow. They do a great job of, of letting us kind of um, use this platform to uh, to talk about stuff that's uh, kind of depressing at times. Um, so Toxic that's, relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Let's get into it.
1: Staff. I, 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 okay, so Landon says second most important. I, I'll say third, and I'll, I'll lead off with why I think third and or you can, you know, get into why you think second. I think that obviously the head coach and hire, that's your most important hire. I mean, that goes without being said. Um, I think yeah. because of the head coach you got in, um, you got in an offensive-minded guy who's going to be calling plays, who seems to have a pretty good offense. I mean, time will tell. We're, we're waiting and seeing. Um, but seems to have a pretty good offense, Um, you know, ready to be in place here. Um, so I think that makes defensive coordinator – the guy who leads your defensive staff. I think that makes it the second most important hire on the staff, uh, which hadn't been in place yet. And that is unfortunate. Um, I thought getting Rodney Garner would, would kind of rely on who you got uh, as, you know, as your defensive. And I don't even think defensive line is, is that third most important piece. I I don't, I think it's that Rodney Garner is obviously a good defensive line coach also, but an elite recruiter. And I think that's why it's the third most important hire on the staff. Um, I think you went and got a guy that maybe kind of uh, shores up some questions about how Josh Heupel can recruit, um, how his staff's going to recruit. I think that helps out a lot. Um, I think you got a really, really good football coach, but I think you also got a really, really great recruiter. And that, I mean, that's not my, just my thoughts. Like his track record proves that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Guy with thirty years experience in the SEC, and I say number two because who? Like, I don't know who your DC is going to be. So, like. Yeah, it's important because you need one. Like, you have to have one. Mm -hmm. But in terms of, like, who it's going to be, like, I I don't think that's as important as having Rodney Gardner on the staff because, like you said, you need an elite recruiter. And I just don't think there's an elite recruiter out there that Tennessee's kind of looked at as a defensive coordinator besides maybe Al Washington. But there are still question marks with that as well um, and who you're going to bring in. So I'm going to go Rodney Gardner number two because – he can recruit and he's been, he has a ton of sec experience. Um, he he developed guys, he gets them into the NFL, you know, Tennessee really hasn't had a stud on the defensive line since Derek Barnett. Mm -hmm. And so I I think he's going to be huge in you know, developing some of these guys, not saying they're going to be Derek Barnett, but like we haven't really had like any kind of development at that defensive line in, in years. So, um, Hopefully he's able to kind of turn that ship around. Like I said, he he's been he's been at three places in the SEC for thirty years, and it's been Tennessee back in ninety seven. It's been Georgia. It's been at Auburn, um, and he's back at at Tennessee again. So um, just a ton of ties in the state of Alabama. A ton of ties in the state of Georgia. Um, some recruits: Derek Brown, uh, who's with the Carolina Panthers, was the number five overall pick. Uh, Montavious Adams, Carl Lawson, Alec Ogletree. Um, and it's not just guy, it's not just defensive guys. He's recruited um, – he's been in the recruitment of Bo Nicks at Auburn, Tank Bigsby, who was one of the best running backs in the SEC last season. Um, so just a ton of guys that he's recruited, developed, um, and he did a nice job while he was at Tennessee, getting guys like Jamal Lewis, Deion Grant, Fred Weary, Cozy Coleman. You know, those are legends at Tennessee. Right. And he, he had a hand in bringing those guys in. So I, I'm really excited um, for this hire – I mean, it it got me pumped because we talked about as soon as Kevin Steele was kind of linked to Tennessee, you're just like, all right, Rodney Garner, Rodney Garner, Rodney Garner. And and it it never really happened. And then when it finally happened, you're like, okay, you know, I I can get down with this because, you know, your staff was basically UCF on the offensive side of the ball. And then your defense was just like, who knows? Um, You're able to get a guy and it's backwards because everything Tennessee does is backwards. (laughs) Right. You get a defensive line coach without a defensive coordinator. So where do we go from defensive coordinator? I have no clue.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of the – I mean, the defensive coordinator, is still. I think, is still a big toss-up. I, w- I will say this, and I'm not saying that's the defensive coordinator, but I would think getting and hiring Rodney Garner um, before the defensive coordinator, I've got to think there's a possibility that Kevin Steele is on the staff, um, whether that be as the defensive coordinator, an analyst. But I've got to think he's going to be tied to Tennessee in some way. You owe him money. Surely you don't just cut him loose. Um, you at least make him say no. So I think there's a chance you do see Kevin Steele on the staff. But yeah, I don't think the um, I don't think the Rodney Garner hire can be under. I mean, it's probably the most home run, home run hire that's happened this offseason at Tennessee, right? I mean, this is the one that everybody wanted. Um, I mean, had, for obvious what reasons.
0: Posi- what position coach in the last like five years have we been this excited about? With the track record that he has, I mean, I don't yeah. I don't know of one.
1: Uh, I mean, there's definitely been, I mean, yeah.
0: A p- I, position coach. I mean, right. maybe like OC, maybe Jim Chaney was kind of up there, but.
1: Jim Chaney. I mean, um, I'd, I'd say there's some ex- quite a bit of excitement for Ansley, but I mean, he was also the co-defensive coordinator. So that was a little bit different. Um, you, you said position coach. That's why I kind of hesitated with, with uh, Ansley. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think getting a seasoned veteran in here, guy like that, I, I think that's going to be huge. Yeah. Um, Hopeful. I mean, and it took this long, uh, so I hope there's some, you know, they're on the same page, um, mm. hypo and, and uh, um, Rodney Garner. Um, I, is Chris just asked, do you think Steele would say yes to be in D.C.? I've got to think this late. So I just said I think there's a chance Steele could be on staff. I do believe that. But I I don't think he'll be defensive coordinator now. Like, I think it's too late for that. Um,
0: yeah, like you're you already – kind of talk to him and, and you've been turned down by multiple people. I just don't know. Like it looks pretty bad if you go back to Kevin Steele, which, right. you know, I said from the get go that Kevin Steele is probably your best option. And I still believe that to a certain extent, but it's but the now, now it like... now looks bad if you go back to him now.
1: Yeah. I, and like, I think it's just a likelihood, like does Kevin still say yes now? I mean, he may be, he may want it, but I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people have made it seem like Josh Heupel doesn't necessarily want. And this, when I say a lot of people, I mean like guys that are, um, that are in the know at, around Tennessee um, make it seem like it was not Hypel that didn't want Steele. It was kind of Kevin Steele didn't want to be a part of a, a team that ran offenses the way Hypel runs his offense. Um, so it seems like there's hesitation on Kevin Steele's side. And again, maybe that's why he ends up being in house, but not defensive coordinator. Um, yeah. And maybe Rodney Garner came here uh, without the Kevin Steele ties. Cause I mean, he was, he's been at uh, um, Auburn the whole time with Malzahn. Yeah. Um, he left Georgia. Well, he left Georgia in 2012. When did Malzahn get there?
0: Um. So Rodney Garner's been at, at Auburn since 2013.
1: 13. So yeah, that would have been when Malzahn came. Then. Um. So mm-hmm. he's been he's been there the whole time. So I mean, it, it wasn't. I don't think it should be. Uh, he may have been also looking somewhere else. So it may not be as much Kevin Steele as I'm thinking. Um, that, that's just kind of the, the outside looking in what that kind of looks like to me, but, but again, regardless whether Kevin seals here or not, Rodney Garner is a big hire, great recruiter, great coach. Um, I think that defensive line, interior defensive line has a ton of potential, um, pass rushers, you still have some work, but I think you've got talent there at pass rusher.
0: Yeah. You just got to develop. Um, and that's something Tennessee hasn't really done in the past couple of years is really develop guys into what they could be. You know, you saw the end of kind of Kyle Phillips, um and he really came on shot total had a good senior season but those guys didn't get a full four years of development you know hopefully a couple of years under Rodney Garner these guys will start showing a lot more on that uh defensive line and you know you got one of the top recruits in the country down there in uh Cordova at St. Yep. Benedict at Auburndale and, and Walter Nolan so I'm sure Rodney Garner will be all over that one as well as <laughs> multiple coaches at Tennessee but you know I, I would I would think Josh Apple would be like, "Hey, uh, this is your first task. Is uh, Walter Nolan?"
1: <laughs> right. You'd think. I I, th- I got to think Rodney Garner's got a good feel for it too. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about the way uh um the staff's filling out. It's kind of feels like I mean maybe it's uh about on the same timetable as every other you know staff gets put together. Uh, it's kind of been a crazy way. Um, Jerry Pruitt was let go. Josh Apple was hired because uh, you had to get Danny White in here first. But let's let's talk about the way. Uh, Josh Heupel's staff is starting to fill out. Um, like I said, it's kind of seemed like a slow process. I don't know if that's just the timing of it all or if it uh, would be normal in December, November. Um, but he does have his offensive staff in place, and that's uh, it's a start.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I-, I think it's going to be adjustment for some of these guys because, um, yeah, some of them been at Missouri, and it- it's just people that Heupel's been comfortable with um i think a big challenge for them is going to be recruiting um and not that they can't do it i think cody burns is going to be uh, probably really good at it but he's been in the sec guys who really haven't taken on those recruiting roles um at previous stops or, or maybe they were at ucf but it's totally different at tennessee yeah so yeah. i'm interested to see kind of where they're at with that
1: yeah and you mentioned cody burns i mean you got a guy with sec ties sec fields coming from auburn um, that's, I think, in terms of recruiting, that's a solid start. Um, Tom will kind of tell how he can recruit at Tennessee. And then Glenn Ellerby was uh, not sure if he's offensive line at Missouri, but he was at Missouri uh, with Josh Heupel and then went mm-hmm. to UCF. So he's, he's got a little bit of um, SEC experience. But like you said, kinda Tom, Tom will tell how they can recruit not only in, in the SEC but also at Tennessee where there could be some challenges that uh, w- wouldn't be normal here in the next couple of years with uh, some sanctions and whatnot um, that this, this program could be facing.
0: Yep. So you have Alec Golish at, uh, the OC, and will also coach Todd ends. You have Glenn Ellerby, um, at the offensive line, like Caleb mentioned, you have uh, Joey Halsley, um, will be your quarterback coach. And then Cody Burns will be your wide receivers. Um, and then the new kind of name that we we've heard is, uh, or not heard it's, I guess it's, it's a officially unofficial. Um, and, and that's running back coach Jerry Mack. Show me the money.
1: I did not realize that wasn't official, so yay! Well, I, I, I mean, hey, I, I, gu- I guess
0: it's real, but like <laughs> okay, so he hasn't kind of changed his bio or anything like that. I guess he's there's signed
1: the contract yet.
0: Yeah, he's waiting um, on the yeah, show I mean, me the money. He can't do
1: it yet. So is it bringing my money? He's bringing my money, right?
0: Jerry McGuire.
1: No, the uh,
0: I thought um I th- I thought more people would get on that train The Jerry Mack, Jerry Maguire, that, okay, that okay. show me the money. That's what I I got him. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I guess I'm over people's heads. Movie quotes through the roof. I didn't sorry. yeah, I'm
1: sorry, I didn't get that one. I apologize. <laughs> I, I
0: missed out on it. Um so yeah, Jerry Mack comes from uh Rice was was the OC there. Um before that he was a head coach at uh, North Carolina Central. Um he's been a head coach, he's been an OC you know he play call duties been been a leader of a program um i like his his resume you know he hasn't been at an sec school he hasn't been at a power 5 um but he but he has been in roles where he has he, he's had like leadership qualities mm-hmm. um and david Cutcliffe spoke highly of him um they did some i think camps and stuff together cuz it, it's north carolina central is in durham uh, which was Cutcliffe is at Duke. And then he's got three MiAC championships at North Carolina Central and a MiAC coach of the year in 2016. So, uh, yeah, I mean, th- I thought that was a pretty good hire. Yeah. You know, you get a guy with some experience, you know, give him a shot at the SEC and see what he can do. And when David Cutcliffe speaks highly of you, I can't disagree with anything he says. So. <laughs> he's only going to steer you in the wrong direction for sure.
1: Um. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Uh, and his son is coming into the uh, athletic department. Um, oh yeah, David Cutcliffe. Yeah, I can't remember his name now off the top of my head. Yeah, it's um, I, it's his last name isn't Cutcliffe. Right. Um, he's in a role, associate AD role at uh, Austin P right now, and he mm-hmm. is joining uh, Danny White's staff. So that's big time.
0: Yeah. Um, and Jerry Mack is from. From Memphis went to Whitehaven yep. so there's some ties there so that's that, that's good because you know this 2022 class you have tons and tons and tons of talent in the city of Memphis so want to have those ties there um also I mean he's gonna have a lot of talent in that running back room to work with mm-hmm. guys like Jalen Wright coming in guys like um, maybe not Cody Brown, um, Tyon Evans, guys like Jabari Small. I don't know if D. Beckwith is, is going to be there or not um, with this new staff, but, you know, he could potentially have a guy like that. I, I think he's got some weapons to work with in that room, um, a lot of young talents, so the guys that he's going to be able to develop over time. And uh, I, I like this hour. I, I really do. I think it's, uh, you know, it, it's maybe not a home run like Rodney Garner, but it's a it's a guy that you can't really – um, hate on in any way because he, he's he's been successful everywhere he's been. So,
1: yeah, no, I, I think it's a pretty solid hire. I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I like what you said about. No, I, I think this running back room not only has. I think they just have a ton of talent. I, I think there's definitely the opportunity there. Um, to, uh, I mean, I think you've got a ton of guys that can make the running back position very very successful. Um, so we will see. Um, yeah. Chris brought up a good point. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about show me the money um, in the wake of all these violations. It's a good point. It's a good point.
0: Or, or in the loss <laughs> to Will Wade at LSU.
1: Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, no, there's been a lot of money things that have, have been heard. I'll never understand that either with the
0: LSU. Yeah, I mean but that I'm was cool. the good thing Whatever. last year when you played LSU. Is you could do all those money jokes, but it's hard to do it now when our football program is the way that it is run. Right. Right
1: Except our guy, at least you know Phil or Philip. Huh? Fulmer didn't caught on tape either. Uh, Pruitt wasn't caught on tape talking about a strong ass offer. So, you know. That we know of. <laughs> that we know of. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> it's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, kind of wait and see their process. But um, yeah, we didn't. Um, so definitely, I, I didn't do my research. So I saw your tweet um, about Jerry Mack bring me the money or whatever. You know, show me the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. I thought he might have been the guy in the head coach in that video. Um, but it's North Carolina, AT&T, not North Carolina central, ah, that he does the, uh, he's celebrating with the team. They just beat, um, ECU and he does the, now bring me my money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So I just it's thought, it's a great video. Yeah, it is. It's one of my favorites. Um, so I just thought that was Jerry Mac. Yeah. Okay. So now I got you, but I'm, I'm on the same page as you now. Um, Show me the money. I kind of want to, like, in my head think it's him because I kind of like that, but, no, nah, it's whatever.
0: But yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not the uh, best time to have money quotes, but the staff has nothing to do with last staff. Um, we'll wait to steal the coach at LSU somehow, some way, um, but hopefully we've gotten – we got Rodney Gardner here, and he's recruited in the SEC for 30 years. I think he knows how to do it, so I don't have to really worry about McDonald's bags full of cash right now.
1: Yeah, he's way classier than that. It's crystals bags full of cash, okay? That's
0: a crystals, joke. It's a joke. RP. RP, there's no crystals. There's
1: there's one like two minutes from my house. Is there? Yeah. I will never eat there, but yeah, there's one like two minutes from my house. <laughs> sorry, Tim Burchett. I know you love crystals, but no. Dude,
0: crystals has the worst fries of all time. Uh right?
1: they do not have good fries, but you know what they do have really good? Chili cheese fries. Mm. They are I'll like, I will say that about chilies. Good chili cheese fries or chili Have sorry. you ever had bad
0: Chili's- chili cheese fries though? good point (laughs) it's a good point I couldn't think of one either
1: not off the top of my head and I usually remember bad like some of my favorite foods. bad like I'll be like I'm never going back there and you you got me I I don't know bad chili cheese fries (laughs) it's a good point guys
0: when your fries suck just make them chili cheese fries (laughs)
1: exactly there you go yeah McDonald's needs to serve chili cheese fries yes they
0: do oh god I couldn't imagine the bathroom after that (laughs)
1: all uh, right defense um, coordinator are i you, mean are you worried or are you what's going on
0: what i mean on? we've heard a ton of names but nothing has come to fruition so i don't know every, every name that like comes up like i guess matt house is the hot name right now it was casey rogers josh conklin was the head coach at wofford but they start their yeah. season like this week yeah so it's like it can't be him, right? If it was gonna be him, it would already been like if it's him done.
1: Yeah, I mean he's either gonna I would think he's either gonna already have have already left or is gonna play the season out.
0: Yeah. So um I mean you don't wanna go you're not gonna go a whole season, like a whole like spring right. without a defensive coordinator. You're just not gonna do that. So in you know, a bad position for, for him if he wanted to be the DC, but yeah, that that's that can't happen. Um, and yeah, we're hearing about Matt House, who's a linebackers coach at Kansas City, uh, was previously at Kentucky and then uh, Pittsburgh and um, FIU. Coach Aaron Donald, um, also recruited James Connor. Um, I think Chris Rodriguez, who's the, the current running back at Kentucky right now. So, uh, again, like the, if he's the guy, I would think Rodney Garner is a more important hire than him. Yeah, you need one. And that's important, but, like, who it is, I would say Rodney Garner is probably more important than Matt House. No offense, Matt House.
1: So it's just not clear where this defensive coordinator search is right now. And that – I don't know. That's very strange to me. I I guess one of the stranger parts is how did Tennessee get not only a defensive defensive line coach – I mean, because that – you could probably hire a a typical defensive line coach, you know. But, I mean, you hired one of the better defensive line coaches in the SEC without Mm – a defensive coordinator. I feel like that seems strange. Like it almost seems like the defensive coordinator search is starting to wrap up, but obviously that isn't the case.
0: Yeah. And with, I mean, I, I don't know like what candidates are looking for. Are they looking at the roster and being like, yeah, there's just not a lot there to work with, um, with the SEC. Um, or, right. or is it the NCAA violations? Are they asking Hypo, Hey, what do these violations look like? And he's kind of telling them what he's hearing, and they're just kind of scared away. That makes me kind of nervous.
1: Right. But, I mean.
0: I'm like, how bad are they?
1: For the guys that are that Tennessee's offered or, you know, offered, would that be a concern? I mean, Al, Al, the only reason I would say Al Washington is because his ties to Columbus and Ohio State's probably telling him he's next in line. I mean, probably. Yeah. So, yeah. But outside of that, what guys that Tennessee has been kind of tied to, wouldn't take the chance, unless they just don't want to be defensive coordinators, wouldn't take the chance to be a defensive coordinator at Tennessee and SEC school.
0: Mm-hmm. You, yeah, haven't I,
1: tried, you haven't tried to go steal anyone.
0: No. I, I mean, Casey Rogers, I think he was just comfortable in the NFL. So,
1: so again, that guy, I understand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but the guy at Miami, I don't really get that one. I just – I don't know. I don't have a good answer for, you know, is, is John Jancic going to be – one that they look at. I mean, I mean, who and who wants to be the last option? You know, we're talking about Valentine's Day. Who's going to be like, you know, he's been turned down by eighty people, and then the oh, you've asked eight, eighty-five people. I'm your eighty-six. Like, who's going to want to go on a date with that guy?
1: You just got to make him say, "Wait, what, eh, I'll stay away from that line." Um, yeah, I I don't know. It's <laughs> uh, it's gonna be, it's tough for Tennessee right now. It, it's it's tough. I, but I mean, also like how. How many people have they which I mean in Danny how many people has have they offered um in terms in with Danny white's definition of an offer zero is probably the answer um
0: yeah they'll but, get their first guy
1: yeah exactly um yeah I don't get it I don't get how how hard it is to to go out and get a defensive coordinator um because like I said I think you could go out and get a lot of really really talented guys that you can probably go get a really good recruiter decent play caller and i think you'd be i mean i don't know
0: i I mean matt house i I don't i don't like he has sec experience he's been a defensive coordinator in the sec and you know the chiefs yeah their defense isn't great but they the chiefs also play that high-powered offense where it it makes sense um you know i i don't hate that hire He's, he's coaching linebackers there he's not a defensive coordinator um but i mean i don't hate it right but again, it's it's not I don't I don't feel like anybody that they've reached out to has been just a home run guy. No,
1: no, definitely not a home run guy. I mean the only the only guy that I've been like really that guy is probably Miami's defensive coordinator.
0: Yeah. Blake like or said, Brian. A
1: lot Blake yeah, Blake Brian, Ben. I Bob another B name Bob. Bill. Um <laughs> because I watched a lot of Miami games and they over hit a lot. So, yeah, um, but other than that, I mean, there haven't been a lot of names that have, they haven't been home run, but I'm also not like, really? So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah. It's just something you need to get done.
1: Yeah. I no, mean, absolutely.
0: It, it should, like you said, it shouldn't take this long to hire a defensive coordinator. When, when you've hired an AD and a head coach in a week, it shouldn't be that hot, that right. Because Tennessee's got money. So money, money talks a little bit. Right. I mean, it, it doesn't look like it right now. So how much are you offering you know, is everybody wanting that 1.5 that Al Washington was apparently offered? Because I mean, if you're you're paying that to Brian or Bill or Bob at Miami, then everybody's gonna be like, "What the heck? Why?" Sorry, muted. Um, yeah, somebody's gotta say yes. <laughs> eventually,
1: eventually, someone <laughs> has to say yes. So, Eventually,
0: they're going to get down to one of us. It's going to be one of us, too.
1: I got bad news. Um, it, I'm not a good offense coordinator um, in my NCAA Madden days, but I'm not a good defensive coordinator. Um, we blitz so, all night.
0: So you could be the one of the greatest things in life. You could be a fired SEC coach.
1: I would love nothing more than to be a fired SEC coach. I'll tell you exactly. that. Exactly, yeah, that's great. Nothing more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's actually my dream. Someone was, some kid was like, what do you want to be when you grow up the other day? So first off, I'm a grown up, kid. Okay. Um, second off, <laughs> I want to be a fired SEC coach. You're like, what does that mean? Yeah. You'll find out one day.
0: You're basically retired, but you get paid a lot more money.
1: You get paid a lot of money. It's nice, and you probably get nothing. some. You probably get some sweet TV deal too.
0: Yeah, it's nice. Real nice. We'll see. All
1: right. Uh, you want to get to the ugly?
0: Oh God. <laughs> Not wearing the victory cap. Sad day. <laughs>
1: I I I don't like to be one of those people like that. It's like I felt bad about this game, but I mean, Tennessee's just not played good against LSU
0: ever. Yeah, like, uh, I shouldn't say ever. Like it, like recent recent years when right. Tennessee's actually been competitive in the SEC, they have not. Will Wade's had their number right,
1: and I think I think Jimmy Dykes is the one that mentioned it yesterday. He was like. Uh, LSU and Will Wade are having nightmares about Vescovi. I was like, they beat us by, like, 20 on our home court last year. They don't give an F how many points Vescovy Yeah, he had
0: to shoot 10 threes (laughs) to score 30.
1: Yeah, they don't give an F about him. Um, It was – I mean, I just feel like Tennessee had no answer for how aggressive their guards were, specifically Juante Smart.
0: Yeah, and I I think a lot of that comes from – you know, Fulgerson wasn't starting, and he hasn't really given us much this year. So they weren't concerned with him. Mm. And with Pons not playing the previous game, he only played 11 minutes against them yesterday. They're just, that was their game plan to go to the rim. Like, we're going to, we're going to penetrate and get to the rim. And if it's not there, they stop us, we'll kick out. Um, and that's exactly what they did. That's exactly how they beat Tennessee. But they were not phased at all by anybody going to the rim. No. Um, <laughs> no and it's just it sucks cuz we're so inconsistent cuz every game that we win you're like okay is this the time we turn the corner is this the time we turn the corner and then the the next game it's just like a pitfall of terrible basketball
1: right and that was kind of like the thing after the K- um Kentucky game last saturday is you were like all right you know and Tennessee's played good on the weekends too i think that's an, another thing to mention um it's it's the weekday games they've struggled And so they they turn that, they beat Kentucky, and you're like, okay, now you play a middle of the road Georgia team. Um, Not a terrible, not a great Georgia team. Get a chance to, like you said, kind of turn that corner. Seems like Tennessee did. Um, Seems like they did. And then they go into Saturday and just have their defense. For how good Tennessee's defense is, they could not find anybody that could go one up on Javante Smart. Um, but I mean, also even on, on guys like Watford, um, I mean, they struggled. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It was, it was, it was an, it was an ugly affair on the defensive end. Um, and then they tried a couple different things, but they just could not get it done. Um, LSU scored a lot. Um, and then is it? How much does Ponds being injured have to do with that? Does he help protect that rim from um, those guys that are really aggressive going to the basket, or is that is that what's I going to struggle against?
0: I think that's. I mean, I I do think they struggle staying in front of you know more athletic guards. Um, you know, because they basically have, you know, if Josiah's is playing the four, he's probably not guarding them. So it's either the mm-hmm. Scovie, which Victor Bailey Jr or or Jaden or keon so you know two of those two out of the four are decent defenders the other right. two aren't really great at all mm-hmm. um so i think it does help when pawns oh at least it makes them think twice about going to the rim and getting it freaking demolished against the backboard um, but when he's out of the game i mean there's no threat at the rim at all
1: not a consistent one i mean keon can keon can go and block shots um, he can, yeah. But not a not a consistent shot blocker. Not a – I mean, not that Eve Ponds is a huge body, but, I mean, he's a – because he's only, what, 6'5", six, 6'6"? Six, mm-hmm. six. So he's not just enormously threatening. But, yeah, I mean, he can he can go up and block anything. And then Fulkerson not playing good. Because, um, I mean, he – Fulkerson can be a rim protector for you, but he's not played good really ever this season. Um, last, last night played 34 minutes only had four points. Um, I – only uh, five rebounds, better than what he's been giving us. Um, but, I mean, overall, just not – You're. I mean, we mentioned it when um, Jaden Springer and uh, Keon Johnson scored 50 apiece. It's like they can't do that every night. And if you don't have games from Fulkerson and Ponds, you're not going to win a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't think Tennessee has the depth that we all thought they, they were going to have going into this season. And maybe more into conference performance play, it's really showed that, you know, you're, you're not getting anything from Fulgerson, you know, nothing from Victor Bailey Jr. He's been pretty much non-existent since conference play started. Uh, EJ Inesiki isn't really giving you anything. And then when, when Pons is out, I mean, you basically have zero right post-presence whatsoever. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, and, and Fulgerson, Fulgerson's been not great, unfortunately. Victor Bailey Jr. will give you very, very short spurts of it, but that's it. He's not going to produce for long amounts of time consistently. Um, and I mean, even like Viscovy. Viscovy didn't play. I mean, he hit three, he had three threes and had 13 points. Um, he didn't play fantastic. And then defensively just got worked yesterday and it, and it killed Tennessee.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that was a, a really poor defensive performance from them. And I, I think a lot of that is they don't have any kind of post presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then some of their guards are liabilities on defense like Victor Bailey jr. And, and Santiago Viscovi, um, and they just got to the rim with ease. It, it was easy for them, and, that, and that's why they kept going too because, you know, they had Cam Thomas at, at the three-point line, and if it wasn't there, they're just going to throw it out to him, and he was going to shoot or he was going to drive in and get to the free-throw line, and he's basically automatic from the free-throw line. So um just not a great performance. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I, I still think this team is so inconsistent. I think that's what you're going to get when you're relying so heavily on two freshmen. You know, Keon didn't have a great game yesterday. He had five turnovers. Um, he was four for fourteen from the field. Jaden had a really good game, but you're going to need a really good game from both of those guys yeah. if you're relying on them so heavily on your on the offensive end, um, and expect them to play good on defense too. So, right. you know, it, it's just tough to rely so heavily on two freshmen when you're basically not getting anything else from anybody else.
1: Yeah, I mean, about the only other help you're getting is um, Josiah Jordan James, but I mean, he's just he's not gonna. He's not going to load up the scoring column. That's not where he really impacts the game from. Um, yeah, sure, he can get you, go and get you points, but um, he, he's going to get rebounds, um, steals, blocks, assists. He, he's not going to score a ton of points, um, and that's probably. I mean, that's probably been your most consistent player all year um, is mm-hmm. Josiah Jordan James, but he he's, he can't score a ton for you, and and that's you. Um, you need more. I mean, bottom line, you need more from Fulgerson. the freshman. I think you've seen kind of what they can do, um, you need more from Fulkerson to kind of see this team take the next step.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think Tennessee has a talent to go in and make an Elite Eight, but they also are so inconsistent that you could see them losing the first round. I mean, that's yes. the reality of the season, which is very depressing for Tennessee fans. But, like, you get the Kansas game. Mm-hmm. You blow them out. You're like, oh, we turned the corner. And then the next game, they just lay an egg. Yep. So, and, you know, the, you you've had – the Florida game was probably the most depressing to watch because they are basically out their three best players and we couldn't do anything. We we get blown out at, at Florida. So, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, I have issues with some of like, you know, a lot of people blame Rick Barnes and I don't necessarily disagree. You know, I, I have questions with some of his lineups. Like, I don't think, he should ever sit Keon Johnson and Jaden Springer at the same time because yeah, it's a it, you, tough stretch. you give yourself nothing on offense if you do that. Right.
1: I I, th- I thought in terms of I think you know sometimes he waits too long or um, maybe is a little impatient with with lineups or um, guys that are in. Um, I, I thought he just I thought he tried a lot yesterday. I thought he tried to make something happen. Um, put different people in. I mean, Devonte Gaines played twenty minutes yesterday. I mean, he. Tr- I feel like he tried something different, which a lot had to do with foul trouble from guys like Keon Johnson. Um, but I mean, I feel like he at least tried to make something different happen, and it just wasn't going to be Tennessee's day. Um, they couldn't get it together. I, it, I think LSU had like six turnovers in the span of like three minutes. Like they they gave Tennessee opportunities to go and um, be aggressive and 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 try to go get back in the ball game, and Tennessee just couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, I think Tennessee lacks two things, and it's two things that I think you need in a really good basketball team, and that's a dominant post presence. Uh, you know, Fulgerson could possibly be that, but still he's not dominant in the paint. But um, he, he
1: could make up with that scoring. Like, he could just be a consistent scorer, and I think that would correct a lot of the issues Tennessee needs, and he can't do that, like even yeah. do that.
0: And, and then, a like, a primary ball handler. Uh, you know, maybe Viscovy is that, but, I mean, just like a – a guy that can create his own shot yeah. as well as, as get the ball at the court and and move. Like I, I feel like Tennessee was trying to get their identity going and going fast, but Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer are the only ones that can really get out and run. You know, is not that. It, you know, when he's pressured, he's he turns the ball over. You know, I know Keon turned the ball over quite a bit, but you know they want to go fast. They want to get to the rim because they're not making shots. You know, you're gonna have to. You decide Jordan James doesn't do that either. He's just very slow and methodical, right. and there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like you need that sometimes too, but if Tennessee really wants to be good, they're going to have to find some sort of identity of how they want to play. Are they going to play the tempo, or are they just going to do half court? I don't know what the answer is. Um, I feel like if you're going to rely so heavily on Keon and Jaden that it has to be get the ball up the court and and try to get easy baskets at the rim, get out in transition. Um, Yesterday, you really didn't do that. Maybe a lot of that was due to LSU, but, you know, no one moves on offense.
1: No, you're about to say I don't know what the answer is in terms of half-court or, um, you know, running. I think Tennessee's got to play fast. I don't think they have the guys to do a half-court offense. And then talking about primary ball ball handler, I think it's got to be Jaden Springer or Keon Johnson. Those are about the only guys that can – Create their own shots, like like you mentioned, can get to the rim effectively. Um, outside of them, there's really not much other guys that can do it. So I think I think it needs to be one of them that's the primary ball handler.
0: I mean, no one no one moves. So when when we got penetration, they had those kind of three guys come and trap one guy. No one moved. Right. It's except it's, it's, one time Keon cut to the basket and it was a wide open dunk. Like no one thought to ever do that again. That wasn't, wasn't good time. Preaching a timeout, I, I just don't like it. Just was a bad game yesterday, and I want Tennessee to turn the corner. But I mean, from what we've seen so far, if history repeats itself, yeah, I just don't know if yeah. it's going to happen.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, I believe we have some questions regarding basketball. Correct?
0: Yeah, my man Chris. Love Chris. He he was he was like, y'all got to have a show on uh on New Year's or not New Year's? New oh, Day? Yeah, where am I at?
1: We're not going to 2022 yet. I know you want to go ahead and jump ahead to
0: that date, but not yet. Not yet. I'm, re- I'm ready. Um, so he asked, looking at the basketball team, is very uh, Jekyll and Hyde, is the team closer to the so-so team last year or the number one team a few years ago? Also, who is more to blame for the five losses, the players or the coaches?
1: I guess we can start with the blame because West Rucker wants Rick Barnes to take the blame every night. Um, I for PR reasons I don't really understand that. Um, but what a f- stupid tweet. Um, did you see that? You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. <God>. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I honestly I've got to think talent wise this team's closer to 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean consistency. They're closer to last year's team. I mean Jeff yeah. Hodd for sure. Like you have no idea what you're gonna get every time every half they step out on the court um it is i i don't i don't know why this team's so bipolar um i don't know if it's just lack of leadership and and one thing um um i i don't remember who mentioned it i was listening to an interview with a football coach it, it might have been hypo, um kind of talking about what the, this last off season was like without um without workout, you know, working out as a team, being together as a team. And, um, and they just talked about how it's really, really hard to develop leaders when you're not together. Um, and I don't know if this team just doesn't have the ability to like, there's no one that can develop that leadership right now because I, I don't know surely basketball is not like football. Surely they're together more often. Um, but I mean, I don't know if there's just, no one has the time to like, you know, It's hard for the coaches to drive that leadership with one guy because they're getting them in groups or something. I don't know. Um, But there just doesn't seem to be a leader that um, when things aren't going right, they get them going. They don't have a Grant Williams or an Admiral Schofield or a Jordan Bone, um, guys who will pick up the team when when things start kind of going south. And until they do that, I I would say they're closer to last year's team than they are the 18, 19 team that stayed at number one for four weeks.
0: Yeah, I think – i think it's got to be the 500 team or i mean like the the team that right they finished below 500 or right at 500 i can't remember it was gross whatever (laughs) but i I feel like this team is a lot like this 500 team especially over the last couple weeks where you know you could see them go into rup arena and and knock off kentucky the next game they'd lose the an old miss or a texas a m or something like that i mean just like a a terrible performance not in an not not in not but like heckling god i can't even say it um it's like like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get um so i i don't know i don't i just want them to be better But it it is like the 500 team, but you get more offensive production from Jaden Springer. They they
1: finished 17 and 14, so just above 500.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like last year's team, but you have a little bit of more –
1: You have more talent. So you should should be – and not just more talent. I mean, you have like legit five-star NBA talent on your roster. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, Tennessee's got to find – they've got to find a guy that's just willing, like when the game is not going your way, to pick up not just – not just getting, I don't think just get the ball and go. It's like pick up the whole team, um, things that like Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield were able to do. Um, they, they've got to find a leader that'll do that. I don't know who it is, honestly. I, 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 the way everyone else is playing, I, I got to think it's one of the freshmen. Um, but so,
0: and, and isn't that like a a tough task to ask yeah, your, a freshman? Yeah, that sure. you're relying for on sure. them heavenly, heavily to you know carry this team, mm-hmm. but also be the leader. I, I feel like. The seniors have to step up. And if it's not a senior, it's gotta be like Josiah Jordan James or somebody like that, that that's been in this program for a little bit to to kind of take over and you know, just fix it somehow, some way.
1: Right. I, I
0: don't think it's it's the coaching because this coaching is done just fine with you know, with less. Right.
1: Yeah, and I think um kind of the second part of that question is it on the coaching or the playing? I mean, I think it's definitely like Balance. I don't think it's just on the playing or just on the coaching. I think there there's a lack of leadership there um, from the the players. Um, I don't I don't think it's clear whose team this is. Um, when Admiral Schofield and Grant Williams were on the team, it was very obvious whose team that was. Um, mm-hmm. It was easy to tell. I don't I don't think it's easy to tell on this team. I, I think a guy that um, you know probably should be it, and he's probably got to – Unfortunately, in today's game, you, you got to find more ways to score to when you're the leader. I think it's Joshua Jordan James. Um, I, I understand he's not going to score at a, you know just as many points as he possibly can. But times when the game's not going right, when when Tennessee can't find um, can't find the the, the rim, he's got to go to the rim and, and get. The, he, he's got to do his best to put the ball mm. in the bucket. Um, that's I mean you're asking for hopefully six points a game when Tennessee kind of draws up. Um, you're not asking him to score at abundance. Um, you've got guys there on that team that can score a lot of points um he's just got to be able to score when things aren't going right or get the team just going the right way when things aren't going right um i I, i'm just not convinced john fulkerson can do it um he's not he's not only not been a leader he's just not played good basketball
0: yeah and tennessee's gonna need something out, out of some post whether it's anisiki whether it's pawns whether it's um Olivier, Fulverson, somebody's got to step up because they're just not getting anything from post players. And, you know, I, I know you mentioned, we mentioned Keon and Jaden and Josiah. Josiah might play the four sometimes, but he's still a guard. Right. Um, Tennessee needs some sort of presence in the paint, and they just haven't had it since conference play mm-hmm. started. So, will they find it? It's a million dollar question. Let's hopefully. Hope. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. uh, I, don't, I think that's all the questions we got.
1: You want to? Yeah, okay. Let's, uh, let's preview this South Carolina game. That game is in Thompson Mullen Arena on Tuesday. Tuesday night at 830. SEC Network. Hmm. Plus, I'm just kidding. I think it's just SEC Network. It could be plus. Who knows? That'd let's find gross. out. Can't wait to find out.
0: It is SEC Network.
1: Okay. Perfect.
0: Um... I mean, I feel like South Carolina is kind of one of those teams where they kind of give people a run for their money, and that's kind of been Frank Martin's kind of motto since he's been at South Carolina. Yeah, they don't have a ton of talent, but sometimes they find ways to win. They found themselves in a the Final Four somehow, some way right. a couple of years ago. Um, but they they beat Florida seventy two to sixty six. They lost three straight got blown out by Mississippi State, but gave Alabama all they wanted, only lost by two, and then uh, had a close game against Ole Miss and lost that one 81-74. I mean, South Carolina, it is what it is, but, again, it, it's, it's kind of on Tennessee. Like, they're yeah. their own worst nightmare right now. So, what Tennessee team are we going to see is probably going to be the difference in this game. Oh, for
1: sure. And it's a very – you mentioned kind of Frank – this is Frank Martin's kind of mantra so far in South Carolina, just like what the heck is going on. Um, he's not, like you said, kind of found their, kind of snuck their way like randomly into um, an elite eight or elite eight final four a couple years ago. Um, but I mean, he's going to th- that team's going to play you tough, especially on the on, on the defensive end. They're going to play you incredibly tough. Um, like this is a game that if, if you're able to get to the basket this game, like you should be able to do it against just about anybody in the SEC, at least. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Good, good test.
0: I think AJ Lawson's their best player. He's probably going to give Tennessee some troubles. He's a longer guard around 6-6. Um is scoring around 18 points per game, which is kind of scary. <laughs> and did Ten- just-
1: yeah. Didn't Tennessee win big last year against them? And he had or did he just have a lot of points and it was a close game? He had a lot of points against Tennessee last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he's been one of their better players since he's been at South Carolina. Um I think he's a junior from Canada. Oh, Canada. Nice. Um, I know. I know you, that's your kind of favorite song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is. Other um, than Rocky Top, Rocky Top's
1: a good one too, for <laughs> sure. Uh, I think Tennessee played them close both times. Uh, the one in Thompson last year was like a, I think a foul call ended the game. Um, because you know refs gotta love that. Uh, there we're there to watch them. Um, I don't even know was why. It TV they, Teddy? I'm, I'm sure. Or was I mean, it
0: uh, Pat Adams? I,
1: Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure the, it was it was one of them. Um, yeah, I, you know I don't even know why they even play the game. I'm there to hear the whistles, see yeah. the calls. I don't, I don't even know why they play it. Um, the uh, yeah, I think it ended on a foul call last or in Thompson, and then I think they did like a their blackout game um, when we went to uh, Columbia, and I, I think AJ Lawson had a lot of points. So he's definitely probably give Tennessee a, a good run for their money. Um, oh, I was gonna mention something else about. Oh, what did Pat Adams yell at Rick Barnes about? Yesterday.
0: He had to make the game about him.
1: It just turns around and I did it didn't even look like Rick Barnes is yelling at the refs. And if he was yelling at the refs, he wasn't yelling at Pat Adams.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't, whatever. Pat. <laughs> I don't I don't understand like when he when he's trying to talk to somebody, he like puts his mask up so they but then when like he's like blowing his whistle, it's like down. like it doesn't make a lot of sense to me He's like just the whole spraying that spit everywhere blows yeah out. i'm just like it doesn't make just yell who cares you, <laughs> okay. you're like in and and you're you're in like close vicinity to him anyway blowing your whistle every 10 seconds so
1: right like if you you probably need to be wearing your mask blowing your whistle if you're gonna wear it while you talk like that's right. probably a good idea um <laughs> I, I don't know i'm not an epidemiologist um the uh oh and like rick barnes does he just say things that like strike like does he just say really mean things to officials i mean i've heard these dudes get just ran up and down by coaches f, you an idiot and then rick barnes immediately like i can't hear him boom yelled
0: at teed up I mean, it's insane yeah i'm like Tom Crean like runs up and down the baseline. <laughs>
1: Tom Crean was playing full court press on Tennessee. He's like, if my team's not going to do it, I'll show them how.
0: Tom oh, Crean he, he, and, and Buzz, he did. Buzz Williams
1: <laughs> he did. play more defense than their teams, and their teams play a lot of defense. Sure, yeah, it's insane
0: because they don't have a lot of offense because they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, Buzz Williams has that utility
1: player that just comes in for the uh, the <laughs> inbounds. Yeah, to not even for their inbounds to defend inbounds.
0: What a great job! (laughs) I just—that's what—that's what what I want.
1: Oh, that'd be the best. Just be
0: a seven. Like, why can't Urosh be that? (laughs) Just stand there.
1: How does he get him off the floor? Like, what if it goes like a minute until he can sub him out? How does that work?
0: Just make him foul.
1: (laughs) He's got five.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean. the South Carolina team, it's it's been that Frank Martin team. They, they've they been out a lot for, for COVID during the kind of start of their season. Yeah. Um, but they – one of the top teams in steals, they average around almost nine steals per game. So, uh, you know, Tennessee's going to have to take care of the basketball. Going to have to knock down some shots. It just seemed like everything was short yesterday. Did it feel like that to you? Everything was just short.
1: I didn't really notice that. I, I just feel like – I don't know. I – I don't know what Tennessee's like troubles are. It's just, like it's so hit or miss with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I like a diff, like something different. I I do think they struggle with the press. If I'm South Carolina, I'm pressing the crap out of Tennessee. Right. Um, you know that's something we just since one team decided to do it. We just I don't know why LSU didn't do it before, like earlier in the game, and then Tennessee tried it and got like three steals in a row. I'm like, why haven't we done it? I know. People why are I so know. successful against us. Why can't we try it? Right. I don't know. I mean, that's some of the stuff I'm just like, yeah, Rick Barnes. You but he knows a lot more about basketball than I do. So Yeah, what, I definitely – I... I mean, because you said we feel like we
1: have depth. I mean, I feel like we got guys on the bench that you should be able to press pretty hard, mm-hmm. at least for, like, longer spurts than what you did yesterday.
0: Right. I mean, at least they can go be athletes – in the press and and get back on defense if if it doesn't work. Right. Um, But, yeah, just waiting on teams to come to us just is not Mm -hmm. working. No, not at all. Not at all. Go win.
1: Please go win. Please go beat South Carolina. I hate Frank Martin, too. He's loud and obnoxious.
0: We kind of jinxed it by saying we'd wear out the victory cap.
1: (sighs) Try to speak it into existence, okay? (laughs) Try to speak it into existence. All right. Any more questions? You said that's all we got. Shout out to Chris.
0: Yeah, this week, um, or I guess Friday, starts a uh, baseball baby.
1: Oh yeah, that is this week, and also is that Friday, Todd Simpson announcement? Yep, it is yep. I don't like that. We'll see. We'll see.
0: I mean, apparently Tennessee's not out of it.
1: Don't know what that means. They're in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, it's just like, yeah, he wants to be here, but I mean, look at the other two programs. It's just right. like, I don't know. I mean, you always kind of hope that that hometown feel, but it's not really hometown. It's just like, right? I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't feel good. Not a, not a lot has went Tennessee's way here recently. So you know, maybe we're do one. We'll see. I want that so bad.
1: I want it so bad. All right. Most important of the week.
0: Most important. I got Lamelo Ball. Is leading all NBA rookies in total points, rebounds, assists, steals, double-doubles, triple-doubles, and player efficiency rating.
1: Dang. All right. That's pretty impressive.
0: He's <laughs> pretty good. Very impressive. Very I'm sure his dad's taking all the credit, but yeah, he's pretty good. Oh,
1: big Baller Brand. I mean, he would have done this without Big Baller Brand. Correct. So. so how much do you think it was the Lithuania? Is that where they've been playing? Lithuania?
0: Yeah, somewhere.
1: <laughs> Some random country. That that makes make yeah. sense. Um, let's see. I am looking for... I got, I got a couple fails. Okay. But I don't know if I have the most important. Um. Uh, I mean, I don't think we've gotten to talk about it on this show. Keon Johnson's dunk against Georgia. Holy shit! I mean, that man. Wouldn't you hate to be that guy's parents?
0: There has been a murder, and you are a suspect.
1: I mean, God.
0: Yeah, I'd quit the game of basketball. I do
1: love the kind of debate that sparked whether that was the best Tennessee dunk of all time. It made me realize Tennessee's had a lot of phenomenal dunks lately.
0: Love a great dunk. I mean,
1: just all time, but lately too. Oh, yeah.
0: I think one that I was probably most hyped for was probably the Admiral uh, against Mississippi State in the SEC tournament. That was probably – So
1: I didn't even get to watch it live. I didn't see it until the next day. I heard on the radio and Burt Bertelcamp. camp. He got me hyped.
0: I was On like, that oh, my
1: God. That was a man. I mean, that was a man dunk. I think that was what they said in the broadcast.
0: A man dunk?
1: That was a man dunk. Like, all man. Um. Okay. I've got for fail, unless you – any more most important?
0: Um, I guess this could kind of be both, but Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, and UCLA, both unranked for the first time since 1961. Love to see it. Wow.
1: And UNC lost a tough battle with COVID.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Well, I, I'll say, I don't blame the kid. You beat your rival. Go out and celebrate. Maybe don't tell people, but go out and celebrate.
0: <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Be better. What about uh, Alex Golish getting us fired up this I morning? I have not
1: watched the video. I need to watch it. I watched you. Oh, man. I've seen a lot of people. I've um, seen you tweet it. That is a great video. So I'll need to go watch it.
0: Man, he's, he's getting the hairs on the back of my neck, standing up on Valentine's day. I'm like, Ooh, you
1: need to shave them things.
0: I know. <laughs> Probably do actually. Oh,
1: speaking of haircut. Yeah. I'll go watch it when we get off here. Uh, my first one, that goes out to the uh, random lady that got interviewed about being <laughs> mad about Tom Brady throwing a trophy. Um, shut the hell up no one cares about you <laughs> i mean oh god like obviously it's meaningful to him but like the dude first off it's his trophy he can do whatever the hell he wants with it he won it yeah and if your grandfather dad whoever makes it i don't even know if quit making it if he doesn't want people to do with it what they want to do with it
0: yeah, you got paid to make it. Like, if, it's, <laughs> if they want to do
1: something like weird, like pee on it, it's their trophy. Let them pee on it.
0: Yeah. I mean, look what they do to, do to the Stanley Cup every year. <laughs>
1: yeah, for real. That one's way more sacred than the Lombardi trophy. Yeah. Because it's the same trophy.
0: What about the one um, – I don't remember who it was. But they broke the trophy – like the bowl game that they broke the trophy in. The
1: Mayo Bowl. The Duke Mayo, May- yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah that I mean, one what is, about the- that one's probably more sacred than Lombardi Trophy too. I think Duke Mayo would agree with us.
0: Yeah, they caught it. Why are they so mad about it? It's not like it sunk to the bottom of the ocean.
1: Exactly Wherever they were at. Didn't Gronk also dent one? Oh, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> he probably um, tried to shotgun it. I, I think he was... tried
1: to use it as a baseball bat. I think it's exactly what he tried to do.
0: Oh, okay. I mean. <laughs> It's a parade. You got to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. The rings are the main thing. It's not that trophy.
1: Yeah, the Lombardi trophy is special for like, well, probably 2 days. The Super Bowl game when you hold it up and the the parade. Yeah. And he and, wouldn't, and he wouldn't have thrown it, it if they weren't on separate boats. So really we should blame the logistical people out, okay?
0: Yeah, get a bigger boat. <laughs> um but like it, it got it national attention that trophy got national attention so your grandpa or whoever made it got national attention for making that trophy yeah suck it up and if no one throws it no one is talking about it so <laughs> i'm so just saying hey, it I, suck it lady yeah i just don't understand why everybody has to be a victim of everything oh god i know so she's man. like
1: I, I think they owe me an apology they don't owe you shit shut up <laughs>
0: Yeah, we, we should send her, like, a, a rerun of the Tennessee-Ohio game. Um, we should. Make her watch that. that we should, this is our We apology. should send her an apology. We should, yeah. We should send her an we apology. We are sorry for Tom Brady.
1: <laughs> we are sorry that Tom Brady cares so little about that trophy that he's won it seven times. So, suck it. Yeah. She's probably yeah.
0: a – She's yeah, probably lady, a packer. He's player. got more. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: No one's gonna care if one is missing.
1: Yep, I agree. <laughs> do you have another, or do you have any fails?
0: Any more? Uh, no. I think that's all I uh, got. Maybe.
1: Thought I had one more. I don't know where it went. Hmm. No more. No bueno.
0: I don't. F- oh. Oh, sorry, Go ahead. No. No, that's that's just stupidity. Dang it.
1: I got a stupidity I gotta say for Wednesday.
0: Yeah, I think that's all I got. Um, I got a question. I
1: don't follow Clay Travis. I don't think you do either. But I've noticed like people liking and retweeting it. He's been tweeting about like all these older movies. Like he tweeted yesterday, today. He said, "Watch the yesterday. Watch the Matrix with my seventh grader tonight. Still holds up over twenty years later. So good. He loved it. He's tweeted that every single time he's watched a movie. He's like, Watch Star Wars. Still holds up. Great movie. Like he." Ever watched a movie and been like, mm, not as good as I remember. I don't know, just seems random to like I
0: feel like you're watching movies that like
1: that you know are good.
0: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: yeah like, no one's shocked that they're still good. Everyone yeah. like I don't think anyone would be like, huh, you're no kidding. You still think the Matrix is twenty is years good? old. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Speaking of that, I watched Oceans Eleven for the first time. Good movie. So I've oceans never
0: 20. seen that. And I kind of don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> it's uh, I'm a big Clooney.
0: movie guy. So I, I am. Wait, you've actually intrigued. never
1: seen oceans Eleven? No, I haven't. Oh, it's, I mean, so it's like a classic, like, I think it was like one of the early, like classic crime, um, like heist movies. I think okay. it was one of like the earlier ones. Um, or like the new style of heist. It's good. Uh, I watched some of oceans 12 today. Um, it comes off, it goes off Netflix at like the end of February. So you need to watch it. It's, it's George Clooney, um, Matt Damon, um, Brad Pitt. Um Yeah, it's a good lineup. Yeah, no, I, I no, it's it I've always known of it. I've just never seen it. Mm. Yeah. I till I saw it on Netflix. Um and I like giving Brody a hard time about it yesterday. That was fun. So
0: I was great to give Brody a hard time.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um Do you have anything else that you want to mention for today?
0: I think that's it. Guys? guys happy, valentine's, happy day.
1: valentine's day sorry i didn't have any candles lit um i tried to make it romantic but
0: yeah i was you know. going to but it, it's a fire hazard so <laughs> my
1: wife let me let him do it
0: yeah I, I have a scented candle that plugs into the wall if that oh, helps that
1: does count you should have told okay. us wow okay i do have nice. that going on yeah nice okay guys we well, always man, appreciate the listen
0: hey happy valentine's day to you happy valentine's day to you It's weird not seeing you. I feel like I see you on every Valentine's Day. That's not true. We probably
1: (laughs) (laughs) but I do see you right now. But in person, I don't feel you. I just see you. You want to feel me? Wouldn't be opposed (laughs) to (laughs) it.
0: Guys, that's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.